0: I don't care if I don't know exactly how burning forever and falling and being tortured and, and eaten by worms will feel. I don't care if I don't know how that feels. I, I, I don't want to even take a chance on uh, even having to experience that ever in life. You're listening to The Traditional Millennial with Brittany Dox, where conventional meets contemporary and faith fills the gaps. Welcome back to The Traditional Millennial. I am your host, Brittany Dotson, And per usual, we're going to go ahead and just get started today. Just dive right in. So I saw this tweet um, a few weeks ago from Elon Musk that was in reply to something that someone else said to him. The tweet said, and I quote, Thank you for the blessing, but I'm okay with going to hell if that is indeed my destination, since the vast majority of all humans ever born will be there. Now, I don't know if this was a joke or what the full context of the conversation was because I didn't read all of the tweets, but for someone to say this to me in and of itself is, is disturbing, but unbeknownst to him, believe it or not, part of what he said is true because the Bible does tell us that the gate that leads to destruction is wide and the way is easy and those who enter are many. But the gate that leads to life is narrow and the way is hard and those who who enter it are few. And it also says over in Revelation that when Satan gathers his forces to war against the saints and the people of God, the number of, of them that he gathers will be like the sand of the sea. So all those wicked people who rejected Christ will be innumerable. So he got that part right. But the idea that someone can put themselves in hell, to me, says a lot about the mindset of a lot of people. There's this quote that I like by J.C. Ryle that says, Most men hope to go to heaven when they die, but few, it may be feared, take the trouble to consider whether they would enjoy heaven if they got there. Heaven is essentially a holy place. Its inhabitants are all holy. To be really happy in heaven, it is clear and plain that we must somewhat be trained and made ready for heaven while we are here on earth. And if you think about how those who want to live out a paradise afterlife experience are to conduct themselves, then that would make sense. If you want to continue your life in a state of perfection and true enjoyment, then you would have to want that while you're here on earth. And to get that, it only comes through living according to the standards of the one who is the true epitome of perfection. But a lot of people, they don't think this way. There are some people who believe that they can live an unholy life and still make it to heaven or still they still want to go to heaven that they flatter themselves into thinking that they can live in sin but die in Christ but but we can't sow to the flesh and reap of the spirit it doesn't work that way the bible tells us this and then there are those people like Elon Musk Those who are okay with going to hell because they don't want to live a holy life while they're here on earth, doing what their flesh desires here temporarily is more important than where they will spend eternity. And I believe that this is because people don't have a true grasp on how hell will be. They don't know. They haven't experienced it yet, or they just don't believe that hell really exists. But if God created everything and he's the ultimate say so, then if his word says there's a hell, believe you me, there is a hell. And that's a place that I just cannot imagine going. Like, I don't care if I haven't experienced it. I don't care if I don't know exactly how burning forever and falling and being tortured and and eaten by worms will feel. I don't care if I don't know how that feels. I I don't want to even take a chance on uh, even having to experience that. Ever in life, but hey, that's not the reality for everybody that's not the mindset of all people so that that is just that's the world we live in and that's how some people choose to live their life and that's and in and, and in essence, if you choose to live your life like that here, then you're choosing an eternity of torture whenever you leave here. you know when I was growing up, I would hear people say that being a Christian was boring. There was a time in my life that that I thought the same way. I felt that there were so many restrictions and rules and you cannot that we just weren't supposed to not allowed to, but we weren't supposed to enjoy ourselves. But as I got older, I realized what scripture meant when it said things like whom the son has set free is free indeed and where the spirit of the Lord is, there's is liberty and he will keep you in perfect peace or give you peace beyond what you can understand. And, you know, I can compare it to the job I used to have and the one that I have now. There were a lot of perks with my old job, good yearly bonus, good money, being able to exercise some semblance of authority, but none of those things felt good after a while. But now the job that I have, yes, it's less money, no yearly bonus, and I'm not running a single thing, but the joy and the love for the job that I have is unmatched. And the same goes for my life as a Christian. When, when I was in the world, there were so many things that I thought I was enjoying and having fun doing that were wrong. But at the time, it's what my flesh wanted to do. It was what pleased me, but I gained nothing from it but disappointment. And honestly, my life mirrored what Paul said in Romans when he asked the question, but what fruit were you getting at the time from the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. Some of the things I did in my life before Christ, I'm definitely not proud of today. And they are definitely got me nowhere. They weren't rewarding and they didn't bring any pleasing results to my life that I can now brag about, but it's quite the opposite. So I can relate to what Paul was saying, but some people, a a lot of people will never ever give in to the reality that a life in Christ is more rewarding than their worldly, carnal, fleshly desires. And And this is why they would think Christianity is boring or nothing to be sought after. And this is why a life in hell or in eternity in hell, rather, it is more appealing to them than going to heaven. If you think about what the Bible says when it tells us that there are certain things that those who want to enter the kingdom of heaven should not do. You can go over to First Corinthians 6 for a list or to Galatians 5 for a list of the works of the flesh, but both are just warnings against unrighteousness. They both tell us that those who do not practice godliness and righteousness won't be accepted into the kingdom of heaven that's here on earth or in heaven. If you aren't practicing righteousness here on earth, you won't be fit for the body of believers here. Neither will you be fit for heaven in the hereafter. And if you are fit for the body of believers here, then you will be fit for heaven. But when you look at this list and think about what's on it and go through it to see the damage that can be caused by what is on it, you see why. We are warned against those things. So being sexually immoral leads to unwanted pregnancies, diseases, drama, uh, a myriad of feelings that you did not even ask for. And, and, and it really can cause some damage if you're in an, in an adulterous relationship. Being a thief a murderer, a swindler can land you in prison. Being greedy can also. Those things can lead to a loss of relationships, a loss of family, jobs. Being an angry person can cause you to act out things that can cause you to hurt someone else or even yourself, or it can lead to severed relationships. Quarrelings, divisions, dissensions, jealousy, and envy are what have our world, they all have our world in the shape that it's in now. So all of those things that are on that list are things that cause people to experience pain and loss. And pain and loss, if people are honest, it does not feel good. People do not like pain and loss. They don't think it's fun. They don't think it's enjoyable and they don't like it. And we can say what we want to say, but we know that we don't find pleasure in pain. And, and, and the burden of what comes with the things that, that are ungodly is too much for any human being to bear. But instead of turning to God, a lot of people think that they are powerful enough to sustain themselves. So the very things that keep them burdened are the very things they think can release them from this burden. So they keep engaging without satisfaction, but they're also void of honesty about what they're missing in their life. But if you look at the fruit of the Spirit and what it's comprised of, you'll see that what you get from living a holy life is always gain, And that's because there's harmony in the fruit of the Spirit because of who it comes from. If you think about the Trinity, you see the oneness of the Godhead, even with three persons and that oneness and that unity is what the fruit of the Spirit is made of. And that's what it brings. It brings oneness and it brings unity, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. I don't know how anyone would think that those things can't collectively bring about enjoyment or comfort, which is something most human beings desire. They bring about pleasure and they bring about satisfaction. These things don't cause conflict. They don't cause loss. They don't cause pain. They don't cause isolation or consequences that are hard to live with. They are all indeed rewarding. So when you look at what we shouldn't do, We should look at what we avoid when we don't engage in those things versus what we miss out on. And honestly, believe it or not, if you are concerned about what you miss out on by not giving into the works of the flesh, you should know that you're missing a life of hardship, of sorrow and emptiness, instead of missing a life of fun and enjoyment. You're actually dodging a bullet or two or three of them at that. And I would much rather miss all of those things that caused me suffering versus having to go through them just because I wanted to do what my flesh desires. The Bible tells us that all good and perfect gifts come from God. So if this is true, being boring as a Christian is impossible. Is the life of a believer easy? No. Are we exempt from trials and tribulations? No. But the reward for enduring is much greater than anything this world can offer you. I would tell anyone that if you can say that being a Christian is boring without ever truly experiencing God or working to pursue God, then you can't say that following Christ is a boring lifestyle because you don't know what following Christ is like. But if you tried it or tasted of the heavenly gift or and of the goodness of the word of God, like the Bible says, then it would be impossible to not want it for the rest of your life. The power that comes with having the Holy Spirit operate within you, the peace that comes with knowing that you don't have to look over your shoulder or worry about going to the doctor and them giving you bad news because of something you've done or worrying about losing everything you have, that's a peace like none other. The joy in the midst of trials is incomparable. Knowing that you have a purpose beyond yourself, that's fulfilling. And and the love that surrounds you each day because you know that you are known by the Father and that He is going to take care of you that's soothing. If people are trying to convince you that being a believer is boring and being a believer is not something that you will enjoy, then they may just be a person who has a strong aversion to rules and standards. But being a Christian doesn't mean that you're giving up a life of fun. It means that you're giving up a life of sin in exchange for a life of liberty. All right, y'all, that is a wrap for today's episode. I I truly hope that it blesses and encourages you. Please share it with someone in hopes that it blesses and encourages them. Listen, I need y'all to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Brittany Dotson Music and also on Instagram at Traditional Millennial Podcast. You know I would love to hear from you again. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today on The Traditional Millennial where conventional meets contemporary and faith fills the gap.